Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage, the podcast where we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how you can live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. I am your host, Gloria Grace Rand. Now, let your light shine. Namaste and welcome to Live, Love, Engage. I am Gloria Grace Rand, and today... You just get me. <laughs> uh, no guest for today, just me. And in, I knew today that I wanted to record a podcast episode. And I had an idea at one point what I wanted to talk about. I thought I might possibly talk about um, the daily word from unity, which is something I actually share on my Facebook page um, every morning. And I've decided not to do that. <laughs> and I'm not totally sure what is going on. I only know that today has been an interesting day. So maybe I'm going to go into just sharing a little bit about what's going on today with me and why I'm letting spirit guide me. Uh, and putting my faith, I'm letting go and letting God direct me, which is something that I actually am writing about in a book that I'm currently working on right now. It's called Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. And I've been, actually, that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> I've been a bit blocked lately. I'm in a program to write a book in eight weeks, and I had, I've already had started writing the book for, for a while now. But this week, the, or this past week, the assignment was to write a chapter. And so I started a new chapter last week, but I just wasn't feeling it. And fortunate, <laughs> as fortune, fortune smiles on those, uh, who take action. I had booked a VIP day with a coach um, last Thursday. And it was really powerful in helping me to get in touch with myself. And because she she's a very caring person and she feels that I'm just not quite stepping out there in the fullest possible way that I could be. And I didn't argue with her because even though I am showing up and sharing in a much more powerful way than I ever have in my business that I've been in business since 2009, but also even in my life, embracing spirituality, launching this podcast, 
talking about spirituality on the podcast and in Facebook Lives, doing live presentations, in fact. And yet there's been something that's been holding me back from really communicating who I am at my core. And part of that is, again, this is part of what I'm writing about in my book, is the fact that I grew up in a home with an alcoholic father and uh, emotionally abusive mother. Um, she did actually strike me one time, um, but mostly it was, it was really yelling. And, and I've realized that that was a lot of trauma that I went through growing up. And I mean, just owning the fact that my mother abused me was hard to say. I, because I also loved my mother and had a really, for the most part, great relationship with her. Um, she's no longer with us. Neither of my parents are. They're, they're long gone now. But it was tough being able to own that. And because I don't think of myself as a victim, and I don't want to play into that. And yet I know that it is also a role that I've played for a long time. But I don't want to. I don't want to be a victim. I don't really want to be that because I know I'm so much more than that. I am a spiritual being living a human existence. I have value. And the process of writing this book is really it's it's a four it's a four step process, and and I know the reason this this was something that God gave to me during a meditation almost five years ago four and a half years ago, and I know that the reason God gave it to me was because I needed to learn the lessons. <laughs> so, in doing this work in the book, and then in also then doing the work with my coach last week. One of the things that came up among the many things was that I need to feed my soul and do the things that bring me joy. And it's interesting because also about two years ago now, or was it last year? I don't know. <laughs> 2020 has been so bizarre. It's hard to even know anymore. But I, I attended a, an event, a, a speaking, speaker training event, and met a wonderful woman who eventually I'm going to have on this podcast, but she had this wonderful, um, she would have little sayings that were, she had printed out and she would give them to people. And one of them I, I have taped to the bottom of my computer screen and it says, what would my life be like if I would let go of the need to produce because of the need to earn money? And instead, start to only focus and do and be what brings me most joy and do only what I love. Would that create more possibilities for me to take care of me and my dreams? So I've been staring at that for a couple years now, and it really, I think, is was part of the catalyst for why I started this podcast, I restarted it, rebranded it, and started it last December. Because, and it really has been great because I really do find joy. I love interviewing people. I really, really love the interviews, and I hope you've been enjoying them, that you've been listening to them, because I, I really enjoy it. 
The other thing that is a big passion in my life, besides speaking and writing, I am a creative person. And growing up, I had dance lessons. In fact, my mom was awesome. She actually quit smoking to pay for my dance lessons. So I took ballet and tap and modern jazz and loved it, loved it, loved it. And the other thing that my mother did for me was she instilled in me, among other things, besides the love of reading, was a love of singing because she loved to sing. And so I, I developed a, a love of singing as well. In fact, one of my favorite memories of Girl Scout camp would be singing songs in the, um, in the dining hall because we would always do that like after meals. And, and then the campfires, the campfires, we would sing around the campfire. So recently, uh, actually it was kind of cool, is that my, my son gave me a gift card for Mother's Day to, for Amazon. And so I, along the way in my many moves somehow, I, uh, I had a book, I used to have a book of John Denver songs. And in fact, when I was in high school, uh, I got up on stage and played the guitar and sang Take Me Home Country Roads. So I've always loved John Denver. Well, somewhere along the way, I lost that book. Still have the guitar, which was one my sister gave me, and it's pretty old now. It's uh, about 50 years old, I think, that guitar, but it still works. And I decided to order a songbook. I order a John Denver songbook, and so I did. And so over the weekend, I've been playing and getting my little fingers uh, in shape. I need to do some more playing today because Strings are hard, <laughs> you know, they're, they're metal strings and, and you have to press down hard in order to be able to get the sound to resonate on the guitar. So I had to cut my nails a bit too, <laughs> so they, because they were getting in the way also. I forgot these things, because I haven't, I haven't picked that guitar up in years. It's just been sitting in my bedroom closet. So it's been great actually playing the guitar. And it was interesting also, my coach, one of the things she also su suggested to me, she says, you know, maybe you should write a song as well. Not only just play the guitar, but maybe write a song. And <laughs> I, the one and only song I ever wrote was when I was seven years old, maybe eight years old. I was taking organ lessons at the time because we had a Hammond organ in my house and my dad played the organ. My sister did too. And so I wrote this song called, Lucky is the day, lucky is the day. And I don't remember the rest of it now. <laughs> something, something after that. But, but it was sort of interesting that she, she planted that seed in my head because um, two days ago, during my morning meditation, I had this, this tune started coming to me and these words because it was um, part of what we were working on and really acknowledging myself and accepting myself as I am. And because even though I had a childhood, you know, I think like all of us, we have something in our childhood that we didn't like, but that doesn't have to define who I am today. And it doesn't, and I'm not, it's, it's, it's part of my past and it is 
well, I should say it does define me a bit, but it doesn't have to be the controlling part of who I am because I am so much more than the child of an alcoholic. So I think I, I came up with a little bit of this and, and I'm thinking that I'm going to work on this some more, but this is my thinking of it is that this is probably going to be the refrain of a song, but I thought I would share it with you today. Um, I had to play it back because I recorded it because I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> so I recorded it on my phone. I was playing it just before we started, I started recording this. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and do that and share it with you and know that this is a work in progress. And I am looking at somehow incorporating music in my life again and making it more of a bigger part of my life. So, so here it goes. <laughs> I love and accept me. I love and accept me. I love and accept me as I am. I love and accept me. I love and accept me. I love and accept me as I am. I believe in myself, I believe in myself, I believe and accept me as I am. I believe in myself, I believe in myself, I believe and accept me as I am. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to share that with you today. The lesson for today, I think, is to believe in yourself. Accept yourself just as you are. Oh, it just reminded me of the old Fred Rogers song. There was something from the Mr. Rogers neighborhood that he used to sing something about, oh, I think I, I, I like you just as you are or something. But anyway, um, yeah, just just hold on to that thought today. And if you are having any type of challenge where you're feeling less than or not enough, know that you are. <laughs> and perhaps it just requires doing some work with someone, <laughs> doing some work with a coach, doing some affirmations, doing some journaling. It's really hard to help ourselves sometimes with these types of issues. I have great results coaching other people. <laughs> I, I have coached other people about owning their value, in fact, but mm, myself, I have to hire someone to help me do that. So if you are struggling and would like some help supporting you. I, even though I know I'm still working on myself a bit, I really do know that I could help you. So if you were, if so feeling that way, go to engagewithgloria.com and request a, request a, uh, schedule a time. I should say schedule a time and let's chat. And, uh, because 
we need to believe in ourselves. We need to own our value. I, I know I've talked about that in a previous podcast episode. Believe in yourself. You are God's creation. And uh, my mother used to say, God didn't make junk. <laughs> and that's true. You are special. <laughs> and you are unique. And you are one of a kind. Even if you are a twin, even if you have a twin, you're still one of a kind. There's no one exactly like you. And believe in yourself. Accept yourself exactly as you are. because. If you don't accept you, how the heck is anybody else going to? And that's what it really comes down to. So I appreciate you listening to the podcast, watching this on YouTube. And I, until next time, I am Gloria Grace Rand, encouraging you to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. One more thing before you go. As a valued listener of the Live, Love, Engage podcast, I want to help you shine your light in the world, not only while you're listening to the show, but all day, every day of the week. That's why I created the Live, Love, Engage Spiritual Awakening Community on Facebook. It's a place for you to gather with other business professionals and entrepreneurs who are committed to living the life of their dreams. If you want to be a part of this community and receive free trainings from me, Go to liveloveengage.com and request to join. That's L-I-V-E-L-O-V-E-E-N-G-A-G-E.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.